Welcome to Leading the Pack Podcast, episode one, where we're starting this show off week 16. And it only makes sense because why not? I'm your host, Vinny, and I will be honest, dying of heat. It is so hot in this basement. Don't know why it feels like the heat is up to like 50 degrees. And I get, okay, sorry, I don't know what that is in... Hey, Google, what's 50 degrees Celsius in Fahrenheit? 50 degrees Celsius is equal to 122 degrees Fahrenheit. Yeah, thanks. So for the Americans that are watching, I really hope you heard that from my Google. Um, Wow, what a way to start this first episode. So just welcome to the show. This is new for me. Never really done this. By the way, fake glasses, these are computer screen glasses, just wearing these to make myself look smart. So if you see like a glare in the lens, um, I'm sorry, I'm just going to take these off just in case. Um, but yeah, welcome to the show. This is this is new. Uh, I've never done podcasts before. And now I'm starting one on the Packers. Because I'll be honest with you, with... They're, this being like the only sports to watch right now, really becoming a huge Packers fan this year. Like I've been a, a big Packers fan for like the last, I think since, like I've been a Packers fan since 2010, since I was 10 years old, because my dad pretty much told me, hey, watch this guy, Clay Matthews. He looks really good. And I'm like, okay, dad, I'm going to watch this guy. And because Clay Matthews isn't playing every single snap, like he's playing all the, he was playing like pretty much all the defensive snaps, but he's not playing like offense too. You know, when Aaron Rodgers would come on the field, I'm like, oh my God, this guy's really good. And I watched them and watched them and watched them. And then they went to the Super Bowl. I'm like, oh wow, I'm going to cheer for these guys. And then they won the Super Bowl. I'm like, oh wow, this is my team now. This is a really good team. I really like Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers, that's my guy. Clay Matthews, that's also my guy. And Clay Matthews left. Aaron Rodgers still here. Whatever. So, been a, been a Packers fan for a while, but like these last few years, really became a bigger Packers fan. But because of the pandemic, and there being like no other sports, like being from Toronto, you're automatically a Leaf fan pretty much. And I've been a Leaf fan longer than I have been a Packers fan. But it's gotten to the point with how much I've loved watching the Packers and how much I love keeping up with them. They might be on the same tier as the Leafs for me right now. And that says a lot because, like, this is even scratching the surface of Leaf stuff that I own. But that's for another time. That might be for another podcast. But right now, we're talking Packers because they are looking really good. Especially after last night in Week 16 against the Tennessee Titans. Which, I want to get to that real quick. But just want to start off saying that you can follow the show on Instagram at leading the pack pod uh, on Instagram. All one, no underscores, no dots. It's leading the pack pod on Instagram. And then on Twitter, you can follow us at leading the pack underscore uh, capital L, capital T, capital P, capital L, E A D I N G, capital T H E. Capital P A C K underscore. Somebody already had the name on Twitter for some reason. And I couldn't put pot at the end because it was way too many characters. Thanks, Twitter, for that. 
really appreciate it. But links will be in the description for all our, for all my social medias. And honestly, this is new. So if it sounds, you know, a little choppy and I make take breaks, that's because I'm slow and I just, you know, sometimes I got to take a second to think or I just talk too much and I got to take a second to breathe because pff, I catch myself out of breath sometimes with how much I talk. But last night, Tennessee Titans in Lambeau Field, a beautiful game from the start with the snow. Um, probably my dream game to be at because how bad I really want to watch a game at Lambeau in a snowstorm. That That's like my dream. That That's definitely a game that's on my bucket list. And of course, in a pandemic, couldn't go watch that. But already from the start, lo love the chances for the Packers. Uh, I will be honest with you, going into the game, I was a little nervous because the Packers' run defense is still kind of sort of shaky. And they are going up against one of the best running backs in the league right now. Probably the best running back in the league right now. It's Derrick Henry. That guy is, excuse me, that guy is a dump truck. And in the snow, like the commentator said last night, in the snow, you need a dump truck. That guy... I, I question if he is human or if he was genetically created in a lab because of just how in how incredibly good he is. And the fact this is the first thing I want to talk about because this is just an this is just incredible to me. The fact that they were able to limit him to only 98 yards being a good thing is insane and just shows how good he is but also shows how good the Packers defense played last night. And I was very scared. I, I thought this was going to be a closer game because, you know, the, 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 the Tennessee Titans have one of the best running backs in the game right now. Probably the best running back in the game, like I just said before. i got to repeat myself, of course. Uh, having the best running back in the game right now, going up against one of the worst run defenses, I thought he was going to have a field day. And I... You know, had a feeling that Aaron Rodgers was going to ball out today because, I mean, the Tennessee Titans don't really have the best pass protection or best uh, best pass defense. Uh, I mean, they have Kevin Byard, Malcolm Butler, which don't mock the belt because you saw what happened to you, okay? Best you don't mock it because you're going to get embarrassed by A-Rod. But... I thought it was going to be a closer game, honestly. I thought Derrick Henry's going to have a field day with the Packers. Uh, and then I thought, or with the Packers run defense, and I thought the, uh, Aaron Rodgers was going to have a, a field day with the um, with the Tennessee Titans uh, secondary, having, you know, Devontae Adams playing this well this year, which they did, but the Packers, uh, the, the young guys on the Packers really came out to play last night. Kamal Martin, Chris Barnes. They're the future of the middle linebacking court. Christian Kirksey, he's pretty much there for that veteran um, leadership. But he he isn't the best option for middle linebackers, for the Packers. I do think in a playoff game, it you're gonna you're gonna want your best options. And I don't think Christian Kirksey is honestly the best option to start. I do think that the best option, excuse me.
the best option is going to be Chris Barnes and Kamal Martin. They're still young, so I'm I wouldn't be surprised if there's going to be growing pains, especially in the playoffs with how big the games are in the playoffs. But it's going to be an interesting, interesting uh, postseason for the Packers, and I do I do honestly think that this is a special team. I. This is this team compared to last year. If they win next week, they'll have the same record as they did last year. If they don't, it'll be twelve and four, which knock on wood, I think hopefully they will win next year or win next week. But compared to last year, this is a this is a special team. This is a completely different team. Last year's Packers would just beat themselves up. They 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 lost because of themselves. You they, a lot of the times you, you yeah the better team won whatever. They beat themselves the Packers. Going into fourth uh, fourth quarters or going into the second half, their their the offense would just stop. The run defense was just not good enough, and you saw that in both games against the 49ers. Like Garoppolo, I'm pretty sure he only had like I'm pretty sure Garoppolo had like negative 3.5 yards against the Packers, but like a thousand rushing yards against the Packers. The run defense just wasn't good enough last year, and I'm not saying that it was completely changed. I mean, you lost a really good middle linebacker, and he's really been flourishing with the Giants in uh in uh Blake Martinez. And you replaced him with Kirsten Kirksey, pretty much. And he hasn't been playing that good. He had a pretty good game the, uh, last uh, last night, having that interception. But they they look they look mentally stronger. They they look like a completely different team than what they did last year. When they have a lead, it's not. Let's stop now. And just, you know, relax. Nah, they are going for the throat. And they showed that last night against a good team. It's not just against a team like who have they who they who they bad who have they badly beat this year? It was it was like earlier on in the year. It was um they badly beat the Bears. They're not a great team. They they aren't. They have a pretty good defense, but like well, they have a great defense, but I mean, compared to last year or the years years in the past, it's not looking like the same. But still, a great defense. They won for the throat against the Bears, and it's the Bears. The Packers should have won that game. They showed that they can do that to a top team in the NFL. I mean, it's not the Kansas City Chiefs. I wouldn't say the Pittsburgh Steelers because like they just they look shaky. I, I that's. Another oh, that's another thing for like, that's just another discussion. The Steelers, but this I mean yeah, it's not the Kansas City Chiefs, but this is a this is Tennessee Titans. They have a really good team, and they just went for the throat. They were not giving in, and that's exactly what I wanted from them last year. Go for the throat, like step on that throat. Don't let these teams have a chance to come back. They really. They've really changed from last year. And I do think that it's a part of Aaron Rodgers, you know, getting uh, or uh, believing in Matt LaFleur. And for everybody saying that Aaron Rodgers is a diva for, you know, whatever he was, he didn't believe in Matt LaFleur. He's been with this team for so long. And when you have a change in a boss, you're not going to like them right away. 
it's going to take some time for you to grow with them. And I think what he did this summer, meeting him at Lafleur, getting getting on the same level as each other, was a very good thing for them to do. And I'm really happy that they're on the same level now. And they look at what happened when they when they, when you know now they've now that they've connected. It's just dangerous for the league, honestly. This is just oh the these guys between having Matt Lafleur coaching Aaron Rodgers. And then Aaron Rodgers throwing to Devontae Adams. And then the emergence of Robert Tanyan too. Tanyan, Tanyan. This is a special team. They have... I don't want to say star. I want to. Say, I don't want to call him an elite tight end. Because you play, calling Robert Tanyan elite, you're putting him on the same, same level as George Kittle and Travis Kelsey. Those two are just on a different level. But having a really good tight end. Seeing the emergence of Robert Tanyan... Aaron Jones is Aaron Jones still. He's looking great. He just eclipsed 1,000 yards again yesterday. Devontae Adams, the best receiver in the league. Like, I guess you can you can argue DeAndre Hopkins is. But Devontae Adams, it's just every week, he's balling. He is just balling. And he missed two games too, and he's still looking really good. Like, he if he didn't miss those... Was it those two games? He's still leading in touchdowns. He had he eclipsed over a thousand yards for the second time. Which okay, cool. He would have done that last year, but he missed a bunch of games. He is just looking extra dangerous this year with Aaron Rodgers. I mean, we didn't really see much of Marquez Valdez Scantling last night, which. I don't think you really needed to because you saw a lot of bunch of uh, like a lot of different guys. But there, this team has some weapon. This team has weapons that can just take over any night, pretty much. We saw that with AJ Dillon last night, which I'm gonna get to him in a bit. But you saw that with AJ Dillon. You see that. You've seen that with uh, AJ with Aaron Jones. Uh, take and take has taken over games so many times. Aaron Rodgers is taking over the game no matter what. That guy, Aaron Rodgers, is special. Like we're not, he is, our, he is probably the greatest quarterback to touch the field, like talent wise. I understand Tom Brady; he is the goat in the aspect of championships. But when we're talking about talent, it's gonna be Patrick Mahomes in the future. But right now, it's Aaron Rodgers. He is undoubtedly the most talented QB in the in NFL history, barring Matt, Pat Mahomes in a few years. But they just have guys that can take over games. Aaron Rodgers is going to be taking over games every single night. He's going to be picking apart defenses. Devontae Adams is going to be taking ankles, is going to be scoring touchdowns. I think that I, I, he, this is, I think, how many, how many multi-touchdowns he's had? I think he's only had, a, like, he's had more multi-touchdown games than he has not. And, like, Every time I watch Devontae Adams, it's just incredible the talent that this guy has. But we're seeing emergence the emergence of like a bunch of players this year. And I think that it hel- that it helps that Matt with Matt LaFleur being in his second season, not being a rookie head coach, getting more of an understanding, having the players more on his side, we're seeing what that has done. And this, it's made this team extra special to watch this year. And I think 
that this team you, you as uh, like you have to look out for the Packers this year in the in the playoffs. I'm not gonna say that they're the, they're the best team because you still got the Chiefs, but the Packers are looking extra special this year. Look out for them. I don't want to jinx it like knock on wood because I being growing up a Leafs fan, you get afraid to talk about these things, but. It's just a special team to watch. And we saw that last night. So I want to get to what happened last night with the game. The Tennessee Titans strolling into Lambeau Field. Beautiful game from the start with the snow. Uh, they, I guess they tried intimidating the Packers. Like the, uh, one of their offensive linemen tried intimidating the Packers by walking in the snow barefoot. Dude, welcome to Canada. If I was on that Packers, I'd be, if I was on that Packers team, I'd be laughing. Like I'd be out there in my in my underwears just to flex on the guy even even more. Like you were barefoot, cool. I go get the mail like that every day. But uh, Tennessee strolling into Lambeau on a beautiful snowy day, a game that I honestly wish I was there to watch live because that is my dream game to watch. Like a, a snowstorm game on in Lambeau at night, Sunday night football, definitely something I wish I could have taken part of but you know there's a pandemic going on right now but that game i would have thought that was gonna be a lot closer like i said before you'd think that derrick henry was gonna be um would have taken over that game like if if tennessee were if derrick henry took over that game it's a completely different game but the young guys were able to lock him down to only 98 yards which again is ridiculous that only 98 yards is not enough for Derrick Henry. Uh, he had zero touchdowns. The Packers only allowed two scores in the game. It was two touchdowns. One was to one of the tight ends. I think it wasn't John o. Smith, John o. Smith. I can't remember who it was. I think it was number 81. Uh, actually, I think that's who John o. Smith is. But it was to one of the tight ends. Excuse me. It was a beautiful throw. I'll be honest. Ryan Tannehill, he made some really nice passes last night. And I do think he's a little bit more of an underrated quarterback in the league. I do think that he has been really good for Tennessee uh, ever since he's been the starter in what was a week six of last year or week seven. Um, but it, he just wasn't, you know, good enough last night to beat the Packers. So you have to play good enough to beat Aaron Rodgers. When Aaron Rodgers is putting up 40 points on you, it's going to be hard. It's going to be hard to win that game. But the defense looked great for how they played against Derrick Henry. Um, I think his long was only 10 yards, was his longest run, which for somebody who has scored multiple 99-yard touchdowns and stiff arms people like it's nothing, that is just an incredible game for the defense. And you just got to tip your cap for how they just shut down Derrick Henry, how they were able to shut down A.J. Brown pretty, pretty much. Jair Alexander is making a case for the best cornerback in the league. Uh, Darnell Savage has been has really emerged this year. He has, what is it, uh, four or five touch, uh, um, picks? I think it's four because I, I checked the, the NFL.com today. I honestly don't really know if, that, if it was updated, but I think, that was, I think he's got four now. He's really emerged. He has been just picking balls off like it's nothing. So you got seen the emergence of Darnell Savage, Jair continuing to make his case as 
an all-pro cornerback as the best cornerback in the league. Rashawn Gary, what was it? It was a five QB, five QB hurries, and then five QB hits. He has looked so good too. No, not so good. He's compared to what it was last year. He looked. He's looked so good. I don't think this is the best that Gary has. I know he's got more in him, and I think that if he continue when he's gonna continue to work on what he's got, he's gonna continue. To, he's got. He's got that work ethic that I like in him. So this isn't the best that we're gonna see with Gary, but he's looked good this year, and I'm really glad to see how well he's been playing. And I hope he continues to get more snaps. Um, with him playing so well, Preston, uh, bringing back Preston Smith next year might be in question, especially since he didn't look like he how he did last year with the Packers. Uh, but Rashawn Gary's going to be getting a lot more snaps, and I do think you got to look out for him against offensive lines, especially, I say, look out for him next week against the Bears because... I think he's. I think he. I think he's gonna take over. He's gonna. He's gonna. He's gonna try. He's gonna. Be, he might take over that game next week. If it's not Zadarius Smith on that old line, it's gonna be Rashawn Gary. But the 2019, the two players picked in the first round of the 2019 draft, looking really good this year. So continue to look out for them, especially going into the playoffs. I think they're gonna. They're gonna come out strong in the playoffs if, if they choose to. Um, it's on. You know, as usual, it's always going to be on them to come out strong. And I think they will. I think they got it in them to come out very strong in the playoffs. Um, But Kamal Martin, Chris Barnes, shutting down Derrick Henry. Uh, I think those guys are probably the best, Packers' best option in middle linebacker. Christian Kirksey, he's serviceable. He's not your best option at middle linebacker. I do think that your best option is Barnes and Martin. But... Kirksey, pretty good game last night too. He uh, had a nice interception, which is great to see. Um, I think he's leading the team in tackles too, if I'm not mistaken, Christian Kirksey. But uh, he still brings that veteran leadership, which especially the the defense needs because it's a very young defense. Uh, Kenny Clark is continues to look incredible. There's a reason why he is the highest paid defensive tackle in the league. And he shows it. He showed it last night again. Zadari Smith, another sack last night. Just, that guy's a beast. Like, he is a beast. I, I'm just so happy he's a Packer. I'm so happy that he decided to sign with the Packers. And I hope he comes back. I don't think his contract's up this year. I think he has, I think... One more year left on it, but I'm I'm so glad he is a Packer. Um, and he just every week he continues to uh, he continues to impress me. Oh, sorry, it's a four year deal, so he has two more years left. But he continues to impress me. He is definitely, pro- he is, in my opinion. The Packers' best player on that defense, and he shows it every night. He comes up to play every single night. I love how he just lines up everywhere on the line. He's just so versatile. He he is just he is just an amazing talent on that Packers' defense, and he, I love the work ethic. I love the leadership that he brings to the team. Like he is probably he is definitely my favorite player on that defense. This is just a team that. 
I think going into the playoffs, you got to look out for. This is def- if they continue to play how they how they did, if they played like how they did last night in the playoffs, look out for the Packers, because they were able to shut down Derrick Henry, which, like I said before, was I did think he was going to take over that game because especially after what they did uh, against the Vikings, like it's not impossible for teams, like it's very easy for teams running backs to take over a game against the Packers, like we saw that against the Saints like Cal- uh, Kamara was just picking apart that run defense. He was even, he was even looking good in the in the in the uh, air game, but like he was he can he picked apart that run defense. Dalvin Cook absolutely picked apart that run defense against the against the Vikings or when the Packers played the Vikings the second time. So it's not impossible for the Packers to just let a running back take over a game and the fact that they were able to shut down Derrick Henry if they play like that in the playoffs Look out, whoever's playing them. I, if they play a team like the Buccaneers again, which the Buccaneers, you know, just absolutely slaughtered the Packers when they played them, it's, I think it's going to be a different outcome this year or this time. Not going to say that they're going to beat the Buccaneers, even though they should, because in sports, anything can happen. The Packers can lose that game, the Buccaneers can lose that game. Anybody, it's, it's anybody's game, honestly. But if the Packers play like how they did against the Titans, that's a different beast. Uh, so we got one game left in the season. It's against the Bears next week. Bears are coming out looking... Excuse me, sorry. Bears are looking to... Um, Bears are looking to get into a playoff spot with a win next week. Uh, they... Currently hold a wild card, uh, wild card spot uh, over the Cardinals, even though they are tied, or uh, it's a tie right there with the records. But the Bears do get the tiebreaker. They're gonna come in. They're gonna come in hard next week. Mr. Trubisky, since since he's been starting games again, he's looked different. He's definitely looked better than what he did at the beginning of the year. Still, Mr. Trubisky. Let's just get that straight. Not a second overall pick. I do hope that he comes back to the Bears for the Packers' sake. But he has looked better in the game since he's come back as the starter. Since Nick Foles has gone down with an injury. Am I afraid of him? Nah, not really. Do I think that he can play well going into this week? I mean, yeah, he's shown it before. Then again, uh, this week they played the Jaguars. They put 41 on the Jaguars, which they looked better against the Jaguars than the Packers did, I guess you can say. But the Packers definitely had their number this year already. Will the Bears, the Bears, I think the Bears are definitely coming into the game with more to play. The Packers already won the division. They're really just playing for that wild card, or not the wild card, the first round bye. The Bears are still fighting for a playoff spot, so they have more to play for than the Packers. But the Packers really want that bye week because you only get one bye week this year in the playoffs. And I think that the the Packers are just a better team in general. So next week shouldn't be too hard of a game against the Bears. 
Bears still got a really good defense. They still got Khalil Mack. They, I think Akeem Hicks is going to be back anyway. So, you know, that run defense really has something to play for. This uh, really has to, uh, not the run defense, the run game. You know, they really need to come out to play. I think that the Packers should take that game still. It's the Bears. They usually have the Bears number, especially when, especially these last few years or these last two years. I don't expect the Bears to win. I don't expect a lot of teams to win against the Packers as a Packers fan. Let's just get that straight. But I do expect the Bears to come out hard hard next week. The Packers should the Packers should take that win. I think it'll be like a thirty. I'm gonna say thirty five to. Say 20 win. 35 to 20. I think Aaron Rodgers is gonna he's gonna he's gonna try he's gonna pick apart that defense. I don't think AJ Dillon is gonna get is gonna have the game that he had this week because the Bears defense is a lot better than than what the Tennessee Titans defense is, especially when it comes to like the run defense. Like they got Akeem Hicks in the middle. That guy is just a beast, and Khalil Mack is just unstoppable but I don't think AJ Dillon is going to have the game that he had this week I don't I think that the run defense the, sorry the run defense I don't I think that the run game isn't going to be like how it was this week against the Titans as it will be against the Bears I think that it's going to it's going to come down to how good the Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams are next week how good the receivers are next week um, I'm expecting a big game from Marcos Valdez-Scantling going into the playoffs. I'm expecting a big game from Alan Lazard too. I understand he he has been injured this year, but he's just been pretty quiet compared to how he was last year. But I do think that should be a good game for the Packers next week going into the playoffs. You know, that last game, they're not, I don't think they're going to be resting starters against the Bears because they, they do want that, that bye. Uh, if they do come out to a big lead, I would expect, uh, Tim Boyle to get into a couple snaps. I don't expect Jordan Love to get really any snaps. Will he be active? Maybe. Uh, we don't know yet. Or at least I don't know. Cause like, I don't know everything, but, um, I do expect that if the Packers do come out to a big lead, expect, Tim Boyle to get into a few snaps. I would like to see Jordan Love get a few snaps, honestly. Uh, if they if they do have a huge lead, but I don't expect it. I do expect Tim Boyle. I, I would think Tim Boyle would get the, the snaps instead of Love. Just because, like, you want Love to, I guess, you want to, you don't really want his first NFL snap to go up against Khalil Mack. Because that can be a huge confidence destroyer um but i wouldn't expect for them to rest their starters i do expect them to if they have a if they have a good lead going into the fourth quarter tim boyle will get in you'll see guys like malik taylor getting snaps tavon austin in over Devontae adams uh you i guess if i guess you'd be seeing agent dylan more if uh if they if the Le- if the Packers not the Leafs if the Packers are um are leading like have a huge lead over Aaron Jones because you want Aaron Jones to be rested for the playoffs and they do got that bye week but the more rest the better. Um, speaking of the bye week, uh, we saw what happened this year 
when the Packers came off the bye. They got slapped by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Do I expect them to have a game like that when they, if they do get that bye? Go if they do get that bye, do I expect the game the game after to be like that? Uh, no. If they do get that bye, I think Matt Lafleur is smart enough to have the players adapt to the situation. Yeah, they got yes, they're rested. I do think that he's smart enough to make sure that that won't happen again. Um, I got a lot of trust in Lafleur. A lot more trust than I did in McCarthy, which says a lot because one of those coaches is a Super Bowl winning coach. But I'm excited for I'm I'm excited for next Sunday as usual. Love Sunday. I love Sundays, especially to watch the Packers. Really excited to see what they're gonna do in the playoffs. This is a special team. Don't forget that. This is a really good team. So uh, I think that's gonna be all for now. Uh, I think this was a pretty good first episode, uh, I'd say, for somebody who is so inept with this stuff. Not so inept, but like, I'm not the best with this. And I'm really trying to manage this being just one guy uh, who is, you know, I guess so, not socially awkward, but like. I do work better with other people in time at times, but um, I'm excited to see where this is going to go. Um, I'll see you guys next week. Don't forget to follow the show on Instagram at leading the pack. L-E-A-D-I-N-G-T-H-E-P-A-C-K on Instagram. And then, oh, sorry, leading the pack pod on Instagram, not leading the pack. And then it's at leading the pack underscore on Twitter. You can follow me on Instagram at Bonavota, B-O-N-A-V-O-T-A. And you can also follow me on Twitter at Bonavota, capital B. It's uh, at Bonavota underscore. Um, you, can follow me, uh, you can follow me there. And I will talk to you all later. Ciao.